This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Hey, welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial Group and the Law Office of Anselmo and & Company. And today uh, we have our co-host, Tony Shore. We also have Matt Snyder with us. He's an elder law attorney with our offices. So welcome, everybody. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having us on once again. Matt, great to have you as a guest again today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a while, so I'm glad to be back. Well, I know we're going we're gonna to get a lot of uh, wisdom and tips and uh, information from you today. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell our listeners out there what we're talking about today? talking about uh, nursing home planning like crisis planning so a lot of a lot of a plan that we talked about in the in the past is like you know five years in advance let's try and set aside assets so uh, we can preserve some of the assets but you know oftentimes you don't have five years no you know? dad dad got diagnosed with you know some dementia Alzheimer's and he needs to go to nursing home you know within the next couple of years or next week or two or whatever so there are some things to do. Matt knows what it, what they are. So, um, so Matt, what what happens if you know you you know clients have come in and said, "Look, we got to put mom in a nursing home next month." Yeah. So that's one of the the most common situations that we get, and, and it's funny because I, you and I, Chris, we've talked about this together before. So many people come in and they say, "Well, we're going into the nursing home, so it's too late." We, we missed our window. We didn't have five years. Well, so a lot of so people don't even stuck. know about the five years. Right. So they, they, they don't know anything other than waiting till you go so in. So they think, well, we're here now. So this is our, this is our only option. And, and if no one takes anything else away from the, the podcast today, it's that there's always things that we can do if we haven't spent all of the money yet, there's still planning opportunities that we so have. We're trying to save something. Right, right. Right. We can't save everything in a crisis, but we can sure as heck save some of it if it's still available. You know, when somebody comes in to me and says, well, we spent 80 grand in the last six months and I ask, well, how much is left? And they say $5,000. Okay. Well, we don't really have an opportunity to do anything yeah, else, right, right. but, but when they, when they come in, when they know that, hey, mom has a hundred thousand dollars, and the the nursing home's telling us she has to spend down to two thousand, so she has to spend ninety eight thousand dollars of her hard earned assets before she gets any type of help. Well, that's a situation that I can certainly help them with, where I can say there are things that we can do to expedite her eligibility for these benefits. Yeah, I'm just charging them $98,000 of attorney's fees. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you can make that up to oh, Matt Chris, Snyder's. You're uh, always thinking about those attorney fees, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're a lo- uh, an allowable expense. Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't charge quite the $98,000, but, but certainly, I mean, what people have to understand is there are going to be legal fees to do this planning. It's, it's in-depth. We are 
going to get to know each other pretty well over a six week, two month span of time where we're speaking pretty regularly. I'm handling all of the correspondence with the the county caseworkers and with the nursing home. And so I take a lot of those burdens off of the family member. So they go back to being the family member. They go back to being the daughter or Mm. the wife or the husband, and they don't have to be bogged down with all of these other things, you know, but I do get a lot of concern when I, when I talk about those types of legal fees and they say, well, well, we're not, you know, why should we do something like that? Well, it's because well, you spend it all on it's, it's right. free to <laughs> well, do hey, nothing, I, I, but you also spend it all. I've got a question. And so, or a comment uh, you said, I like your example. So let's say uh, mom has my mom who has Parkinson's has to go in and she needs to go into memory care. It's going to cost 12 grand a month. Uh, and you know, or 10 grand a month, whatever it is, but she's got, she's got a hundred grand. Um, and, uh, they won't, they won't cover it and they won't cover it, uh, until she gets down to $2,000 or less in her own of her own money. So she has to spend down $98,000 before they'll start to cover it, Medicaid or, or the state. And so, the family, she was hoping to leave that 98000 to uh, her grandkids, my kids. Right. And, uh, but here's the deal. She can't just, she can't say, oh, okay, you'll cover it after 2000 She can't just give that $98,000 to her grandkids or, or give it to somebody, uh, and, then, and then it's covered. Uh, she has to pay that down. It's not as easy as just giving away the money, is it, at that point? No, that, that's a good point, Tony. It's, it's not that's where a lot of people turn to is they think, well, if I have to spend down, I'll just give that money away. Right. But what they don't realize is that's when that Medicaid has a five year look back where they can look at your financial transactions over the last five years. I don't know what the, what the calculations are up where you are in, in, in Minnesota, but here in Ohio, what the, the state says is for every $6,905 that you've given away, it's one month. That's one month that we won't pay for your care. So an easy example, let's say mom had $69,050. She turned around and gave it to her son. And she comes to the, the state and says, hey, look at me. I don't have any money left. So I, I should get these Medicaid benefits. Well, the state's going to say, well, because you gave that money away, mm-hmm. we understand that you don't have anything in your possession right now, Come back but we're months. still going to penalize you 10 months. We're not going to provide anything for the next 10 months for you. So then the other so, question, she's like, well, I, I don't have the money and my kids spent the money. Exactly. So they're like, well, we don't care. We're just not paying. So you they say you either have your to, kid, you either go whatever home. happens in the next 10 months, we're not paying. Right. I'll give you an even a, a, a worse scenario that I've had before is let's say that that $69,000 gift was made four years and 10 months ago. Well, that's still going to be a 10 month penalty once even, we apply. So they think, months. but I'm all, I'm almost at five years. Well, Don't that's apply. the biggest issue. That's, that's where had they just come in and, and we sat down and actually looked at when that check cleared mom's account, we would have been like, so, well, we need to wait two more months yeah. because then that whole gift is beyond the five is years. is beyond the five years. So it's a lot of 
the 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 devil's in the details of this stuff. You know, we're we're not doing anything magic or secret. We're just following the rules. The rules and we're applying them to somebody's benefit. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time that that whole gifting idea that we've talked about oftentimes the planning that I do when we preserve assets, we do make gifts. The only difference is I know what we need to do to make sure that if we make a gift, we leave enough behind to pay off any penalties that we incur. So in our example of a hundred thousand dollars that somebody has uh, an easy rule of thumb, it's not going to work out exactly in every situation because we have to figure out what their cost of care is and their income. But you know, on average, I would say we could save about 50,000 of that. We could save about half of that person's estate and the other half we would use to offset whatever the penalty. penalty Medicaid in, puts in place. And then not only did we save $50,000, but we also maybe got on Medicaid in Early. seven months instead of waiting Ten. 15 months. Yeah. So, so there's a lot that can be done in those crisis situations if people know to call to, to make yeah. a call yeah yeah i think people are just they're just beyond themselves one they can't we talked about this in other shows that they, they can't believe that our healthcare system doesn't cover it i mean medicare and look in my opinion medicare should cover it i mean most people who go to nursing home let's say they're 80 years old they've been paying into the medical system for 65 years yeah and they don't have any coverage i'm like this is still medical. You well, know, you know. it comes back to my huge pet peeve here, and I, I don't know uh, what you think of this, um, Matt, but uh, the thing is, is um, uh, I think that um, my pet peeve is seniors, what you just pointed out, Chris, seniors and vets in this country are not taken care of. It, it's like well, it's like, but we're, but we're giving we're giving billions of dollars away to foreign countries for no. Oh, reason, we we but, spend you know. our government spends just waste money, right? Uh, but yeah. what they don't do is the VA system isn't good, uh, and vets aren't taken care of properly, and seniors and seniors and vets end up in horrible situations, homeless or terrible, rundown nursing homes. The only thing that they could afford. Uh, it's like. Uh, that is, those should be our priorities, not the, yeah, that should be the priority. Like you have to, you have to take care of these people. And I realize that social security and Medicare, uh, goes a long way toward that, but it, it does, it stops short of, of what's really needed when you're at the end of your life. Yeah. Tony, I think we even talked about this on a prior podcast with, with I had mentioned there's a program called the aid and attendance pension Look through the for, VA for veterans, right. where where so many so many veterans or even spouses or widows of veterans they may be eligible for this program yet they've never even heard about right. it right yeah I'd I mean, never, I like, never heard it, about it until you guys talked about it on the show it would kind of be like they probably don't even want to tell them and you don't go right. To, right you don't go to the VA looking for how I can get more money out of you it would be like going to the IRS and asking them for tax advice or, or, on how to or insurance company you know, I wrecked <laughs> right. my car yesterday can I get some insurance today? right yeah but the aid and attendance pension that's another thing that that we look to to help subsidize some of those costs that someone has and that might be the difference between dad having enough funds to stay home or stay in an assisted living style facility for 
three or four years instead of only a year and a half because he he depleted his his savings. You know that that pension that the aid and attendance pension it's a it's an uh, tax free benefit that they for, get every month. And for veterans, you know, we talked about the sixty month five year look back period for veterans. It's only three years. Right. For well, for that VA program, right. yeah, there's a three year look back. So Which they is better. Right. It used to be zero, but it's, right. it's one to three years. It's now yeah. So the, the rules are, are a little bit different for VA versus Medicaid. And and VA doesn't cover um the, the aid and attendance pension that is doesn't cover the full cost of a nursing home. Like Medicaid would cover whatever difference you can't pay. The VA pension uh, for a married veteran, it's going to be pr- a little over $2,200 a month. Even for a widow of a veteran, the, the widow could be eligible for up to $1,200 a month to, to help subsidize some of their their medical expenses. So if they have a, a homemade that's coming in you know, 10 hours a week or they need 10 hours a week, well, that, that pension might cover a good portion of that that cost so that they don't have to tap into all of their savings resources. I mean, there just has to be changes at the federal level. It's just, I mean, one, it's not right. I mean, when this law changed to 60 months, I don't know how many years ago it was, it was actually a part of the bill that said that attorneys were not allowed to give advice on how to plan for this. And obviously, obviously that got shut down. So yeah, they're saying well, you can't so enforce that. The, attor- the attorneys are allowed, aren't allowed to tell the people what the law is. And so that, that got shut down, but that was in the bill. It was like, it was, it was a criminal penalty on the attorneys to give advice on how to circumvent the rules. Or, yeah. Like, or play with, I shouldn't right. say circumvent, play within the rules. Well, right? right. We, I was going to say they set the rules. So we know there's a five year look back. Okay. Well, we, I, I mean, they're not going to knock on somebody's door and arrest them for having given away their money to their their children, they're, right? Yeah, they're just not going to. It's, it's just, just a, not going to give them coverage, right? We just when we do planning like this, we just use more more uh, safe and vehicles to get us to that that ultimate yeah. goal, right? We don't always just give things away to kids because they might yeah, they and, might spend it yeah, or they might yeah, have we, their and, own creditors. And, but. and we use trust for that reason because, look, Tony, if you give it all to your kid, well, if the kid spends it, gets a divorce, gets in a car accident, he has creditors, and, and the money's legitimately gone, then you're like, well, they're giving me this, I don't know, they're giving me this 10-month penalty, as Matt said. There's nobody to pay. And, and the government says, we don't care if there's nobody to pay. We're just <laughs> not paying. So here's the bill for August you know, pay it or you get out of the facility. So, so it isn't like they're making the person give the money back. So if you gave that hundred thousand dollars to your, your son or daughter, they're not saying, well, they have to give the money back They're They're just saying we're not paying. So they're like, well, what so happens the next 10 months? We don't really care. I mean, the government's saying, look, we don't care what happens the next 10 months, but we're not paying. So you find another way to pay. Well, we don't have any money. Well, that's your problem, right? So, it's it's just it's just not a good situation. No. But there there are things we can do, and that's why we got Matt on today because it's just most. Of, I think a lot of the people that come in, they don't they've never even heard about the five year. So they're 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 not five years in advance. They're they're you know something's happened. Mom and dad they have a stroke. Right? We didn't anticipate that. We didn't do any planning. Uh, dad and mom's got to go to nursing home because they had a stroke and they're going in tomorrow, right? So, or next month or whatever it is. Yeah. One of the saddest things is, and you can't 
blame anyone. That's not normally top of mind when they reach that crisis point because, you know, statistically, it's typically a a daughter or a a daughter-in-law that kind of runs the the planning at this stage for for a parent or an in-law. And so that person normally, what else are they doing in their lifetime? Well, they have the other parent that's still at home. They got to make sure they're okay. They have kids at their house that they need to get to school and to practice and to all their other activities. They have work and they have, there's, there's 47 other things that they're dealing with. And then, well, next thing, you know, six months have gone by and, and we just wrote checks for 75 grand over that time. And, and they weren't thinking, well, man, I wonder if there was something that we could have done. They're just trying to keep their head above water right? because it's such a stressful time for everyone. So that's why the, the, the hardest part for any elder law attorney is getting that message out to people so that they know, Hey, if you're starting to look into this, you need to come in and sit down and, and we'll talk you through what to do, where to go. I mean, I have stacks of business cards of of home health. So it's really never too late. I mean, look, it might not be perfect, right? You're not going to, you know, if you had the five year plan in place, you could probably save more money, but this isn't going to be perfect. We're we're, going to be able to save something. Right. So, so, so even our fee is look, you were just going to spend that on a nursing home. So whatever you spend on us is just less you're spending on nursing. Right. So it's really, I don't say it's not costing you anything, but indirectly that money's well, was going to be spent. Right. Period. It, it comes down to, I mean, it's free to do nothing, spend all of the assets. And then at the end, you're no still money. on the hook to have to figure everything out and do all of these things, you know, put stuff in order and organize it and, and deliver it. Whereas, yeah, we have our, our fees that go into it, but we become the one that reviews all the statements. We submit all the statements. We answer the questions from the County. We keep the nursing home informed. We keep you informed. Like you, like I said before, you get to go back to just being the child, the spouse, and you don't have to worry about that outside noise and understand that, that what we're, what we're selling really is that peace of mind. And the rules, the rules are just so complex that they ever, ever, the average person is not, I don't want this to come out wrong, but like, if you don't know, if you don't know this area of the law, you're not, you're not going to just figure it out. Well, let's be minutes. honest. Most attorneys don't know this, yeah. right? That's if you don't practice that's, elder that's law. That's why I hired Matt. <laughs> Yeah, you have to have, I mean, why go it alone? And there's, there's so many ins and outs and ways you can plan for this. And if you just have, uh, you know, especially if you can plan ahead uh, and have a plan in place, if something should happen because of that five-year window, if you're getting older and you've got some money, you're going to want to try to take care of that. And and Matt, I know you have ways that you can help people uh, make sure that, uh, you know, their family can have some of that money and it doesn't all go to a, a home when they're in memory care. Right. There's even things that we we encourage them to do, like prepaying your funeral arrangements or if if you still own a house, you know, do some remodeling, do some things for your benefit, for you and your spouse's yeah, benefit pay it off. to make, yeah, pay off the house. Because if we can do those, if we can find some of those bigger ticket expenses 
yeah, we're st- we're spending the money, but we're using it in a way that is the Maserati. beneficial. Well, <laughs> the Ma- oh. I don't know. Because <laughs> you do that. get one car, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's funny. But there are all of these these other things that can be done rather than just incrementally, you know, five thousand a month, six thousand a month, eight thousand a month. It might be like, yeah, we spent forty thousand dollars in one month, but they bought a new car that's going to get them wherever they need to go. It's going to be safe, not going to break down. We remodeled a bathroom. We, you know, did some stuff to the landscaping so that if they decide to sell it in the future, so, so it's going to be more worthy. Is that there's some items that are exempt. So the house is exempt. The car is exempt. Funeral plans exempt. So you can spend money on those and, and the government said that that's okay. You can spend right. money on those. Right. And when you start thinking about giving it to your kids though, that's when Let's we get attorney's fees. <laughs> I got to get the attorney's fees in there. No. So, but if you do nothing, you're looking like, you know, the average stay in nursing home is two to three years, but I think that's somewhat skewed because some people are in nursing home for a month. So to make that average, two or three years, somebody's in for six years. Not me, right? right. I mean, I think my aunt's been in for 12 years. So it just depends what you have. Not everyone just is going to die in two or three years. So, t- you know, 10 years at a hundred grand a year is a million dollars. I always tell people that you don't want to be the, the statistic that was in there for nine or 10 years and you spent everything, everything down. Like, Cause I go back to, if we know there's a five year look back, why isn't somebody advising you to say, Hey, set aside five years worth of, of, of expenses and, and let's protect, protect everything else. Right. Like, but, but those, those conversations, they'd never get had. So like if you had a million dollars, right. And you, and let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars a year, well, you could set aside a half a million dollars to pay for the care and then try to protect the other half a million. Right. Alternatively, at the end of five years, you've spent half a million and you still have another half a million that you have to spend. Yeah, but if you did nothing, you're going to spend the whole million. Right. So I can't believe it's 22 minutes already. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> time flies time when you're flies. having fun. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so if you need to get a hold of um, uh, myself or Matt, it's um, the law office is 216 485 1040. Our website is Anselmo. Uh, law.com. So, um, either way, give us, get a hold of us. Uh, it's never too late to do, you know, so the, the big message for this crisis planning meeting is like, it's never too late to do something. You're going to be able to protect some of the money if you come in. Um, but if you do nothing, you, you basically are going to possibly spend it all. Right. Right. Okay. So that's it for today's show. Tony, you want to, uh, um, yeah, take yeah, us out? No problem. Well, Matt, it was great having you on as a guest and, uh, very informative as always, uh, some crisis planning for a long-term care, a great topic and listeners that does it for today's episode of the road to retirement with our host, Christopher Anselmo. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 
or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.